Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're going to be talking about whether or not you can stop taking your thyroid medication once you've started. We're also going to be talking about, I would say, three, maybe four things which you should consider if you are taking thyroid medication because these will impact whether or not you can stop taking your medication or maybe even dial your dose down a little bit. And of course, this is really important because this is not something your doctor is going to recommend to you. All right, so your doctor is sort of conditioned to believe that once you start taking thyroid medication, you're going to be on it pretty much for the rest of your life. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit in a second. If you don't know me, I'm Dr. Childs. I'm an internist and I specialize in treating patients with thyroid conditions, people with hormone imbalances, and of course, helping people lose weight. So let's get into our topic today. <clears throat> let's get out the board here. So as I said, we're gonna be talking about thyroid medication, but specifically whether or not you can stop taking it if you're already using it. And this is a question I get all the time because obviously if you're a thyroid patient, you don't necessarily want to be on a medication for the rest of your life. And there are some situations where it can become a little distressing, especially if it's difficult to get your medication and things like that. <clears throat> so let's talk about that. So I split it into about three or four categories here, and we're going to go over those in detail. So, um, and these will kind of help you understand where you fit. So as you go, as we're going through these, kind of think to yourself, where do I fit into each of these things? Now, there are several categories here. The first one is those who I think really need thyroid medication. And when I say I think, it's this isn't really like a, a debatable topic. These are This is a group of people that no matter what, they're going to have to take thyroid medication for the rest of their life. So who's in this category? Those people who have no thyroid, right? So if you don't have a functioning thyroid, of course you're gonna have to be on thyroid medication because thyroid medication substitutes what your thyroid is producing naturally. So if your thyroid has been removed, that's called a thyroidectomy, that's the surgical operation in which your thyroid is basically cut out of your neck. So that's done a lot for thyroid cancer and thyroid nodules and actually even for some cases of hyperthyroidism. So no thyroid means you have to be on thyroid medication. The next one would be if you have a thyroid gland which is basically non-functional, okay? And that is, these are people who have what's called radioactive iodine ablation. So even though the thyroid gland is kind of in there still, um, it's kind of shriveled and it's really non-functioning. So same concept here. If the thyroid gland is there but not working, you're gonna to have to be on thyroid medication. Now, I would say a th sort of a third category would be those people who are um, end-stage Hashimoto's. So I'm just gonna abbreviate it, end-stage Hashi. So what that means is if you've had Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is the number one cause of hypothyroidism, at least in the United States, uh, eventually, if this, this disease progresses over decades, usually like 20, 30 years, it's going to completely kind of uh, atrophy and cause a non-functioning thyroid gland similar to what radioactive iodine does. They're not the same thing, don't, don't get me wrong there, but it kind of does the same thing in the sense that the thyroid gland is still in your body, but it's non-functioning. So end-stage Hashimoto's, um, and this is not, you know, it's not really clear how we diagnose this. I mean, it sort of has to just, kind of just comes up naturally if you've had this issue for a long period of time, and then guess what, your thyroid doesn't work anymore, you kind of fit into this category. And then I guess we could also include here those with pituitary issues um, and hypothalamic issues, but I'm not really going to include them because they're they're less common um, compared to those people who are watching this video. So if you fit in any of these categories, you're going to have to be on thyroid medication some form for the rest of your life. So you know, don't focus too much on this category, but there are these other categories. There may be some some hope for you here. So then the second category I have would be those people who don't need it. Okay, so what, what kind of falls into here? Or what, what people fall into this sort of group here? Well, you have to remember that about 5% of all labs are inaccurate. Okay, so that's one in 20. 
And, and when you think about it, when you go and get your labs, your thyroid lab tested, like your TSH or, or other things, um, other, you know, cholesterol, whatever it is, blood sugar, et cetera, about 5% of those labs are going to be inaccurate. And that just has to do with the way that we test labs. And so I don't want you to think that if you have a one-time di- one abnormal lab test, like your TSH is, let's say, really high, that all of a sudden that guarantees that you're going to have to be on thyroid medication for the rest of your life. There are situations where that's just simply not accurate and you cannot trust that result. Now, figuring out when that is the case and when it isn't, that's a whole nother story. Um, So I'm not going to go into that right now, but I want you to at least understand that if you have one single isolated abnormal lab test, you shouldn't base all of your treatment on that one single lab test. You definitely want to get retested to see if that's the case. Now, there's another group of people who have been, let's say, incorrectly placed on thyroid medication. So we'll say incorrectly on meds. So, and this group of people is actually really quite large. Now, what we know that this patient group exists because in, in studies, uh, there have been researchers who look at people who are in like nursing homes, these, these sort of facilities, and a, a large number of them are on thyroid medication. In fact, I've seen that too um, when I was in the hospital and I was treating inpatient, uh, or I was a, a hospitalist in, in the, doc, or in the um, hospital, we would see so many people on thyroid medication. And what people found, these researchers found, is if they pulled these people off these thyroid medications, that they were okay, they were completely fine. So there's actually a large group of people who are incorrectly on thyroid medication who don't actually have to be on it. But again, figuring out where you fit onto that, it can be difficult at times, but I want you to know that this group exists. So a lot of times I would say, probably the majority of you listening to this probably do not fit into this category, but there will be some of you who are like, you know, I I started thyroid medication, I never feel any different, you know, I I, I don't know if it's helping me. If you kind of fit into that category, um, then you might, or you kind of are aligned with those those uh, symptoms and those feelings that I just mentioned, then you might actually fit into this category. Then category number three is, would be those people who need it, but they only need it temporarily. So we're talking about those people who have been placed on thyroid medication for a good reason, but then they perhaps, let's say, kind of in line with this group, they continued it longer than they really needed to. So who fits into that category? Well, I've included at least, let's see, one, two, three, four, five different categories here that I found where these, these situations do create a necessity for thyroid hormone, but it only really needs to be there temporarily. So something like six to 12 months. And um, more recently, what I've been finding is that the people who have been coming to me, they really have thyroid as a secondary issue, uh, which isn't their main issue. So usually if you have like a lot of extra weight, which we'll talk about obesity, I guess I'll just talk about it now. But there are situations where if you have a lot of extra weight on your body, let's say 50, 60, 70 pounds, that weight is going to impact your hormones. It's going to impact your thyroid. But guess what? What happens if you lose that weight? Well, the obesity, the, the, the reason that, that was causing the thyroid dysfunction to begin with is no longer there, which means you don't have to stay on the thyroid medication at that time. So if you're able to lose you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 pounds, you're changing your body in such a dramatic and drastic way that you really need to reevaluate whether you need to be on thyroid medication or not. Now, there are situations though where the, thi- the low thyroid can cause the weight gain, okay? But then there are situations where the weight gain can cause the low thyroid. So you kind of have to, you know, you're gonna have to tease that out a little bit. Another, another big example of this would be stress. So people who are under a lot of stress will have um, thyroid problems, right? Because the cortisol, which is your stress hormone, impacts your, th- impacts your thyroid hormone. And so if stress will actually bring down your thyroid hormone. But if you can recover from that stress, well, you don't need to stay on thyroid medication forever, especially if you were put on it because of stress. Another reason would be Hashimoto's. So Hashimoto's, um, 
is a, a can be a cause, like I said, of permanent hypothyroidism. And many people who have Hashimoto's do benefit from taking thyroid medication. But there are situations where if you catch your Hashimoto's early enough and you treat it in a natural way, you know, you change your diet, you take supplements, you do things like that, maybe take low-dose naltrexone, et cetera, you can get back to a normal state where you don't need thyroid medication any longer. Now, again, this really needs to be in the, in the beginning stages of Hashimoto's. You really don't see it if you've had Hashimoto's for five to 10 years because that's enough time for the damage to sort of set in. But if you've only been diagnosed within six to 12 months, that's a good amount of, you know, that's a, that's a sh short period of time where you could actually make a meaningful impact by doing those uh, lifestyle things. And I have videos on that, by the way. So just search all those videos on how to treat Hashimoto's. Another reason of temporarily, or of temporary hypothyroidism would be nutrient deficiencies. So zinc and selenium would be some of those. Um, if you have low levels of these nutrients in your body, then it will depress your thyroid function. And if you depress your thyroid function, then it might look like you need to take thyroid medication. But if someone didn't look for the nutrients first and they just gave you the thyroid medication, you're not really solving the issue, right? But if you take the nutrients, you can kind of bring that thyroid function back up and then you might be able to get off of your thyroid medication in that way if that's what was causing the thyroid issue. And then kind of in line with that is low levels of iodine. So same concept here. If you have iodine deficiency, that can cause hypothyroidism. But if you replace the iodine, you don't necessarily need to be on the thyroid medication. So there are a number of people who fit into this sort of temporary category. Um, and I would say uh, th there's kind of a, a blurred line between temporary and then potentially lowering your dose. So what, what will probably happen to many of you here, hopefully you can read this down here, but the last section says, can you lower your dose? And so what I'm trying to imply here is that even if you are fit into some of these categories and you take natural steps to treat it, you might not be able to completely get off your dose, but maybe you'll be able to reduce your dose by 25% or 50%. So if previously you were on 100 micrograms of something like, I don't know, tyrosine or let's say one grain of NDT, doesn't matter, just any hypothetical thyroid medication. Well, maybe you can do these things here, you know, address your stress, lose some weight, you know, uh, treat the autoimmune component of Hashimoto's, etc. Do that stuff and you might find that you can take a 25% reduction in your medication. And that's a really good trajectory because it sort of implies that you're treating the underlying issue. So even if you can't necessarily get off of it um, because you have a temporary, or, well, in this case, it wouldn't be temporary, but there may be an option for you to lower that dose completely, lower that dose, but not necessarily completely get off of it. So I want you to think about this. Now, again, the, the struggle here is going to be that you are going to have much more information and much more knowledge than your doctor does. They're going to want to say, hey, you're on thyroid medication. You need to stay on thyroid medication. Even though there is a chance you might fall into this category, like I said, if you can treat the problem, you might inappropriately be on thyroid medication for a long time. And you don't want to be one of those people who ends up in a, I, I'm not saying you're going to end up in a nursing home, but you get the idea, right? Who, who is older, who has just been on thyroid medication for the last 40 years just because someone put it on them and they may not need it anymore. So you kind of want to figure out where you fit into these categories. So sort of think about that. Leave a comment below which category you think you align with, you know, most closely or, or, the, or which one you're um, in and then leave that comment below and, and I'll do my best to answer that. Um, by the way, if you haven't already, make sure that you download my free thyroid resources. I have a whole list of about eight thyroid resources that you can download for free. Um, they'll be in the link below as well. And that's all I have for you guys today. And otherwise, I'll see you guys in the next one.